lot of people put in their life savings to start a business. And this is why this 20% small business deduction, the Section 199A, is so important to make sure that small businesses flourish, they continue to grow, and that will be not only good for them, but it definitely will be good for the employees and for our economy. The Small Business Rundown is the official podcast of the National Federation of Independent Business, the member-driven voice of small business. NFIB and our members advocate to keep America's small businesses strong and independent in Washington, D.C., all 50 states, and the nation's courts. Welcome to the Small Business Rundown, your place for information on independent businesses' victories and challenges in Washington, D.C. and state capitals. I'm Adam Temple, NFIB Senior Vice President of Advocacy. And on today's episode, NFIB President Brad Close and U.S. Congressman Henry Cuellar of Texas join me to discuss the 20% small business deduction and the Main Street Tax Certainty Act, a bill being considered in Congress that would make the small business deduction permanent. NFIB recently launched a new campaign to push lawmakers to take action on this issue, and we'll hear more about that as well. Brad, thanks for coming back to join us on the Small Business Rundown. Thanks for having me, Adam. Brad, NFIB has been running a national campaign um, to educate the public about the small business deduction, 20% business deduction. Can you start by explaining just what that is? Sure. Yeah, and and you're right. Most people don't know what it is, even if they uh, benefit from it, and that includes many small business owners. So the small business deduction provides a 20% deduction for businesses that are organized as pass-throughs, which is about 80% of all small businesses. That means their business income has to pass through their individual income, so they file just one return with their business income on there. And the 20% business deduction provides them that deduction on their taxes. So it allows them, at the end of the day, to put more money back into their business, whether it's to create jobs, um, give raises, new benefits, buy equipment, um, expand their business, or just put money away for future growth. And it's been a provision that was designed to bring small businesses closer to tax parity with their larger corporate competitors. And it expires in just over two years. Uh, How is that already hurting small businesses? Well, you know, two years from now uh, is not that long for small businesses. And uh, as they they plan on what to do uh, with the income right now uh, that they're making each year and then also what their tax returns are, they know that's going to change in two years. And that uh, for many of them, that's going to be a significant uh, increase in their taxes. And for many of them, that's going to be a massive tax increase at the end of 2025 that they're not really expecting right now and will have uh, forced them to adjust their plans for their business. Mm. Which is why NFIB launched an issue, an educational campaign on behalf of small business owners. It's been shifted here in August when a lot of members of Congress are back in their districts. Can you explain just a little bit more about that campaign, why we did it, what it's supposed to do? Yeah, well, I think education is the key. So many small business owners benefit from this but aren't aware of it. Um, For them, the biggest thing is uh, looking at their uh, 1040 tax return, find line 13, Mm -hmm. that number on there, that's the money that you have been able to keep in your own pockets in the business because of this tax deduction. Uh, That is really the first thing with small businesses, letting them know this exists uh, and where to find it on their 1040 so they can see um, that it's actually a sizable tax deduction for most small business owners. And then the public, the media, and and Congress, um, they need to know. Uh, Most people don't know when they think – tax reform, they don't necessarily think uh, small businesses. And this is a very specific part of the code. It's a small part of the code. It is not a massive uh, provision in the tax code like many of the corporate provisions. Uh, But nonetheless, to uh, small businesses, which is half of our nation's economy, it's a significant provision. Have you heard from small businesses that have used the deduction? We have. We've actually heard from many small businesses at NFIB. 
Uh, we had a lot in uh, early their summer at our fly-in, uh, walking the hills of Congress, telling their story, um, really making sure that they educate their individual members of Congress as to what this provision means for small business and why they need to make this permanent now and not wait till the end of 2025. That, that providing certainty to small businesses is so crucial right now. Uh, and then we've collected stories through the years, too, from members who can't attend events but are very passionate about this and want to make sure their legislators know as well. And on this podcast, we've talked to some of those members that have come to D.C. to testify. I know that you've met with them and talked with them as well. What are they telling you about the deduction? Well, you know, one of the great things we've had is members on that can be very specific about it, what it has meant to their employees and their business. You know, recently this year, NFIB member David Cranston from Pennsylvania explained at a congressional hearing exactly what this provision means for him. And let me quote him so that you can really hear how important this is to his small business. He said that the ability to keep five to $10,000 a year in my company is a big deal to a small business owner like me. Moreover, the cumulative effect of several years will be substantial. These savings will allow me and the millions of other American small businesses like mine to be in a better position to take advantage of opportunities to grow and improve our operations. In fact, since the first of the year, I have decided to expand into a new product line. To launch this product line, I need to purchase new equipment, invest in training, and build a new website. The tax savings has put me in a better financial position to self-fund this new product. Adam, that's just one of the many examples we've heard from NFIB members. And we hear about the impact on operations like in David's case, and we also hear about the impact on employees. So at this point, what can Congress do to help both small business owners but the employees and the communities in which they serve? Well, I think um, making this provision permanent is exactly what they need to do because much of the money that uh, small business owners are able to save goes right back into their employees, whether it's hiring and creating new jobs or giving raises to current ones. In fact, uh, this past June, NFIB member Stephanie Camarillo, who owns Molly Maids of Boise, Idaho, told the U.S. Senate Committee that the deduction has let her invest in a promising employee. And let me read to you part of her testimony. Stephanie said that Jasmine is a single mom who felt trapped and unable to advance in her life. She cleaned during the day and at night she worked to finish her GED. Because of the tax savings through the small business deduction, we were able to give Jasmine the raise and promotion she had earned, and now she's on our management team. She is bound to be promoted again. Brad, in a bit, we're going to talk to one of the co-sponsors of the Main Street Tax Certainty Act, Henry Cuellar. And you've obviously been very familiar with this bill. It was introduced before it's been reintroduced in this Congress. Can you tell us a little bit more about what it does and why it's important for small businesses? Yeah, it's so important because it will provide them certainty for the future by making this tax deduction permanent. Uh, in 2017, the tax law did not make this provision permanent. Congress made the corporate rate cut down to 20% permanent, but only made the small business deduction of 20%, a temporary provision that in fact expires at the end of 2025. So this bill is absolutely crucial right now. And we want this done now, not waiting for two years when it actually expires. Speaking of Congress and what they need to do about the Main Street Tax Certainty Act, next we're going to speak with somebody who actually is doing something about it, Henry Cuellar of Texas. Representative Cuellar is a longtime NFIB guardian. He's one of the leaders in the U.S. House who introduced the Main Street Tax Certainty Act last month, and we're happy to have him. Congressman, welcome. Thank you so much. I hope that you're doing fine, uh, Adam. Doing wonderfully. So I appreciate it. So I know that you're back in the district. You get a little reprieve during August recess from Washington, D.C. I'd love to just know a little bit about what you're doing with your time down there. Well, actually, uh, what I'm doing is I'm actually traveling the district. I'm on the border, Stark County, where I just finished meeting with 
a couple of small businesses. One of them is in the automobile sales. Uh, the other one is uh, a trucking industry. As you know, trucking is so important for trade. Every year, there's more than $863 billion of trade between U.S. and Mexico. And a lot of those companies are actually small, medium uh, companies that would definitely take advantage and have taken advantage of the 20% small business deduction, the uh, what we call the Section 199A. That's great to hear, sir. I know that you have been a longtime champion for small businesses. You've been a multiple recipient of the NFIB Guardian Award. So I want to say thank you for that first. And you've been, as I mentioned before, instrumental in reintroducing the Main Street Tax Certainty Act that makes that 199A small business deduction permanent. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and uh, and why that is an issue that you've taken on in multiple Congresses? Yes. And first of all, it's a bipartisan effort. Uh, Lloyd Smucker from Pennsylvania, Republican, myself from Texas, a Democrat. Uh, we got to make this a bipartisan issue. And it's important to understand that small businesses need this type of assistance. You know, when the um, tax bill was passed uh, back in 2017, the tax law, it did provide a, a 21 percent corporate rate that was permanent. But the uh, 2017 tax schedule made the 20% small business deduction time period. That is, it's supposed to expire on 2025. And this is why NFIB is pushing so hard, and we got to push hard to make sure that we get there before uh, 2025 because we cannot have a lapse for the small businesses. And again, if you look at, uh, Adam, if you look at most of the jobs that are created in the country, it's by small businesses. And this is why the NFIB is such a strong advocate because we got to make sure that the small businesses have the tools so they can succeed. Well said. And what can small business owners do to increase support amongst members of Congress, your colleagues, to support this bill? Well, you know, first of all, uh, we work with both Democrats and Republicans. It's a little harder with Democrats, I have to say that, to be very straightforward. And what we got to do is to make sure that uh, all members, especially Democrats, understand that this is something that will help their mom and pops and small businesses. Because if they're able to deduct up to 20% of the qualified business income, then those small business owners can turn around, invest it in their employees, invest it in business operations, so they can uh, keep moving and grow And that's what we want. We want to make sure that the small businesses uh, can grow, they can invest, and they can hire and keep uh, the unemployment rate as small as possible. Mm. That's a great point. And you you mentioned that you're meeting with a number of small businesses right now. What are are you hearing from them? You know, it's look, first of all, I've been a small business owner in the past uh, before Mm -hmm. I became a member of Congress. Running a business is hard. You got to deal with taxes. You got to deal with overhead. You got to deal with personnel. Uh, you got to deal with uh, bureaucracy. And, you know, we certainly want to make sure we have streamlined rules and regulations so that a government doesn't get in the way, but actually provides the right environment for small businesses. And, 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 and again, it's very, very hard. And a lot of people put in their life savings to start a business. And this is why this 20% small business deduction, the Section 199A, is so important to make sure that small businesses flourish, they continue to grow, and that will be not only good for them, but it definitely will be good for the employees and for our economy, which is, again, uh, we got to make sure the U.S. economy stays strong. And small businesses are an important role in, 
in keeping our economy strong. And uh, certainly, without a doubt, NFIB is the voice, is the advocate for small businesses. And I certainly ask uh, the small businesses to talk to the member of Congress, to talk to their senators, and definitely uh, coordinate with NFIB. Well, we appreciate that. Um, before we let you go, is there anything else that you uh, that you think is important to relay to the folks listening to this, whether they're small business owners or, or just supporters of them? Well, you know, one of the things you all, NFIB does a great job, but we need the help of the small business owners. And I, you know, it's important not to wait till 2025 when this, um, you know, this tax deduction is going to go away. It, this is the time to do it now. I would encourage people to sit down with the member, invite them to come over, let them see, let them feel, let them hear what it is to be a small business owner. Not everybody has been a small business owner like myself or other members. There are some people who have never run a business, so they have, and I mean this in a, in a good way, and mm-hmm. not in a bad way, you know, they have no idea what it is to run a, a business. Uh, like I said, regulations, taxes, overhead, personnel, all that different environment, pandemic in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's important that members come in and spend time. So I ask them, don't wait to invite your member uh, to 2025. Do it now. Uh, we're in recess right now. You know, call your member of Congress and say, hey, can you spend with us, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, whatever the time allows. Have them come over. Have them talk to employees. Have them walk the floor. Have them talk to customers. And then they will understand what the 20% small business deduction means to them. And we certainly don't want to have a tax increase on the majority of America's small businesses in 2025. Do it now. Don't wait. Coordinate with the NFIB. Coordinate with members like myself, you know, like, uh, you know, my, my colleague Lloyd Smucker and other folks, and let's get the job done. Well said. Um, we appreciate your time, Congressman Clare. We also appreciate, like I said before, the leadership you've shown on this issue and a number of other small business issues. And uh, we'll let you get back to, to meeting with the folks in your district and the small businesses that are there. But thank you for your time. Thank you so much, and you have a good one, and we'll see you in D.C. sometime soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Brad, I want to thank you, too, for explaining the current situation and why making the deduction permanent now instead of waiting till 25 is so critical to Main Street. Before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, well, I think, you know, we were very fortunate to hear from Congressman Cuellar, who's been a longtime champion for small businesses, mm-hmm. not just in his district, but across the country. He made a couple key points, I think, that are worth uh, going over again. And one is it's important not to wait until this expires in 2025. Small business owners need to let their congressmen, their congresswomen, their senators know right away that this is important to them, that they need to support the Main Street Certainty Act that would make this provision permanent. Doing so would uh, would make sure that small businesses are not hit by a massive tax cut at the end of 2025. And I think he also made another key point that this provision uh, goes to truly small businesses across the country, mom and pops. Uh, They can use this to invest in their employees. And this money that they save in their business, it gets spent in the local communities. And I think people can lose sight of that up in Congress. Any small business owners that are out there that aren't sure of, uh, you know, if this helps them or not, go look at your 1040, find line 13, and that will tell you what your small business deduction was for your last tax year. So the more they get involved, the better. Uh, we need small business owners all across the country to uh, to make sure that their voice is heard on this and that Congress knows that this is a crucial, important issue that they need to fix for small business. I think that's a great summation. Brad, thanks again for joining us on the Small Business Rundown. Thanks for having me, Adam. If you're listening and want to make your voice heard, maybe because you know how much you're saving through the small business deduction or because you're a supporter of the small business community, 
You'll find a link with more information in today's show notes. And now I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us on today's Small Business Rundown. We'll be back every two weeks bringing you news and analysis from Washington, D.C. and state capitals so that you, whether you're a small business owner or a supporter of one, can continue to blaze a trail. The Small Business Rundown is brought to you by NFIB, the voice of small business. You can find us at NFIB.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.